Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we glorify you. We magnify your great name and we praise you. We love you because you first loved us. We lift up the listeners for this week's podcast and we pray a special blessing upon the new listeners. We pray for the earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria, and we pray the blood of Jesus over lupus. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the desire of all nations, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our series for the love month of February, and this week I want to look at Ephesians chapter 5, Verses 25 through 33. Verses 25 through 27 read, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. My friends, Paul had previously taught on the wife's submission to her husband in Ephesians 5 verses 22 through 24, but he spends more time addressing the husband's role in the marriage. The church at Ephesus was also home to the Temple of Diana, the goddess of love for the pagan city. Many of the men of Ephesus had been saved out of this pagan worship, and the Temple of Diana had both male and female prostitutes and it was considered one of the seven wonders of the ancient world because of its size and beauty. Prior to the church being founded in Ephesus, the men had their wives at home, their mistresses somewhere else, and their prostitutes at the temple. Paul would command the saved men of the church of Ephesus to love only their wives. My brothers and sisters, in a Christian marriage, Wives are called to submit to the authority of their own husbands, not to the pastor or to the elder or to the bishop or to the neighbor or to the friend, but their husband. Understandably, the stumbling block in submitting to another person is the fear of being manipulated or mistreated by that person. Husbands are tasked with being Christ-like so that wives have no excuse If the husband is not following the example of Christ by treating his wife with tender guidance, there will be problems. At the same time, if the husband is following Christ and the wife rebels and is not submissive, there will be problems. A Christian marriage only works when the full circle of mutual submission is in place. Here's a news flash. Husbands will not be perfect. Here's a second news flash. Wives will not be perfect. The road of a Christian marriage places the husband next to the wife with Christ in the middle. I emphasize next to each other because God took the rib out of the side of Adam to make woman. When all the parties are in agreement to the hierarchy of a Christian marriage, it works. A husband cannot rebel against Christ and expect peace in the house. Men must love their wives in the same manner that Christ loved the church, as he sacrificed himself for it. 
In the same way, husbands are to submit to their wives by dying to their own interest for the best interests of their mates. By working together in leadership to each other, couples can make decisions according to what is best, even when it means a decision one party may not like. Submission does not mean one will lord over the other as a master treats a slave. This relationship is a submit and love relationship that is a mixture of harmony within the partnership. My comrades for Christ, a husband's love for his wife is to be an example of how Christ loved the church. He gave his life for the church, and if needed, a husband should be willing to do the same thing for his wife. The church of Jesus Christ has been set apart or sanctified to him. Your wife is yours, set aside for you. The Holy Church is cleaned with the Word of God and is made glorious just as your wife on her wedding day. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 28 through 29, Paul repeats his command for husbands to love their wives a second time. And he teaches, So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but gives nourishment and cherishes the body just as the Lord does the church. The nourishment that partners provide each other are a stark contrast to the domestic abuse in the United States. Paul says that no one ever hated his own flesh, yet the abuse numbers say otherwise. Domestic abuse takes place in Christian homes as well as non-believers. Men, our job is to love our wives, and abuse is not love. We are not perfect, and our wives are not perfect, and the only hands that should be placed on them are loving, gentle hands. Paul writes in verses 30 through 31, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two become one flesh. My Christian comrades, when God took the rib from Adam and made Eve, they were two. When a man joins his wife, they become one again. Here, Paul is quoting Genesis 2nd chapter, verse 24. By becoming one through marriage, the unity takes priority over in-laws, children, friends, and anything else that threatens to break the union. Paul completes chapter 5 of Ephesians with these words in verses 32 and 33. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Folks, the mystery that had been hidden in the past was the connection between Christ and his bride, the church. Now Paul, for the third time, commands men to love his own wife as himself. If someone in the Bible gives you the same command three times, they are trying to impress upon you the importance of that command. Paul asked the wife to pay special attention and respect, reverence, and honor her husband. In these verses, Paul was teaching two things at once, Christ and the church, as well as the unity of a man and his wife. Each partner in the marriage must understand the other partner's position. Husbands, understand that you and your wife are one, a union. Wives, Understand that your union has a head, your husband. Husband, 
Understand that you have a head, Christ. My friends, whether you are married or single, Jesus loves you and wants to be the head of your life. Will you give your life to him and become part of his church? Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says, Whoever calls upon the Lord shall be saved. Go to our email address right now, hello at greatministries.org, and type in, Jesus save me. That is your declaration that you want to be saved. Let's pray. Father, thank you for teaching us how to love the way that you want us to love in our marriages. Thank you for today's word, and we ask for your blessings in the name of the man from heaven, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.